order in the court. It's time for Understanding the Law Radio. Well, hi, and welcome to a brand new season of Understanding the Law Radio. It's season nine. That's Bel- right. Believe that? Yeah. Season nine. I'm on cloud nine for season nine. Oh, that's just so good. Yeah. You don't miss a beat. That should be the saying of the season. It should be, but it's not. Phrase, the catchphrase. It's not. Well, anyway, welcome to season nine, Understanding the Law Radio, otherwise known as UTL Radio, only because it's just too long to say Understanding the Law Radio. Um, Try and recommend it to your friends halfway through saying the title. They're They're asleep. They're asleep. That's it. So listen, here's here's what we're going to do this season. It's going to be great. Uh, Hopefully podcasts. You think? That's what you're telling well, me? I was just making sure. Uh, I know for a fact that we have a lot of really fun topics to talk about this season. Yeah. You know? We have we have um, a lot of... Look, if you think that you're, you're tuning into a boring law show, I'm sorry to disappoint wrong. you, but you're wrong. You're wrong. This is not your father's law podcast. Okay? <laughs> We're going to be talking about legal issues, but intertwined with pop culture that's and, right. and current events and things like that. So this is if you wanna you wanna have a little bit of fun, you wanna get a little bit of knowledge, not too much though, because too much knowledge. You know what they say about that? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. But we'll we'll think of something. <laughs> Actually, I've heard this. only good things about having more knowledge. <laughs> but all right, whatever. So this is this is not going to be that typical boring law show. This is going to be something completely unique. And we right. we did it last season as well, but we're gonna up the ante this season. So. Let's get right into it. The first episode of the new season smells a little bit like Teen Spirit. Does it? Yes, it does not. Teen Spirit. So let me ask you this. What were you doing in 1991? Uh, Not living, that's for sure. Okay, so not living, right? Well, in 1991, I was, I might have been graduating high school. And the big album of that year, Nirvana's, Smells like Teen Spirit. Well, the album was actually called Nevermind, but the big song, the hit song, was Smells Like Teen Spirit. You know that song, right? I do know that song. So recently, there has been a lawsuit involving that album. What could that lawsuit be about? Do you know what the album cover looks like? Uh, No, I'm not aware. You've never seen Nevermind? I mean, I don't think I've seen it. All right, so picture this. Okay. Ocean. All right. Or water. Nice. Baby. All right. In the water? In the water, reaching for a $20 bill on a fishing line. Can you picture that? I can picture it. Okay. Well, that baby, mm-hmm. when he was young, I guess he was very photogenic and very happy to, to lend his image to the Nevermind album cover. But right. now, he's not four months old anymore. Oh, well, hopefully not. Now he's 30. Well, at least he's not drowned. He's 30. He no longer smells like Teen Spirit, and he wants to be compensated for for what Nirvana using his image on their album cover. Are you kidding? Well, according to Spencer Eldon, who is the uh, baby depicted on the album cover, no longer the baby, right? Nirvana used his picture without any written consent and he's asking for hundred and fifty thousand dollars in damages from each of the defendants so that includes all the members of the band kurt cobain's estate because obviously kurt cobain's dead uh the photographer kurt weddle universal music geffen records warner records and mca music 
there's more to this, though, I, I believe. There is more. Well, why because, don't you tell me? Well, see, on the, on the cover, I see it here. The baby was naked. And Spencer Eldon, the baby, well, now 30-year-old, he's suing Nirvana for child exploitation yes. and pornography, saying that the band distributed a naked picture of him as a baby and profited from it. Yeah. Yeah, so this is this is a multifaceted complaint because not only is he saying, hey, you misappropriated my image and likeness, but you made me naked and now I am... That is uh, insane. You, you, you've exploited me. You know what? Look, as crazy as this is, you have to award the creativity, all right? That's some crazy levels of thinking that he's done there. It is. You know, this baby has abs. What? Yeah, like if you look at the album closely enough, it's either the shadow of the water or this kid's got abs. I don't know I if think I'd it's be the com- shadow of the water. I don't know if I'd be complaining if that because it's like, hey, check out this baby with abs. You know, thirty years old, that might come in handy. I wonder, do you think he gained any any notoriety? Even well, I mean, I think he goes into a bar and is like, hey, you ever listen to that Nirvana album? You see the baby? Guess what you're looking at? That's really you know. And nobody believes. Nobody him, believes him, right? And even the people that do believe him, they do not want to. <laughs> They're like, oh, good for you, and they leave. Well, it's an interesting lawsuit because he's saying, you know, child pornography and and essentially child abuse, and that's that's certainly not a laughing matter at all. In recent years, there's there's been more focus on um, the the horror of child uh, sexual exploitation right um, it's, you, and that's absolutely not a laughing right. matter not not at all this isn't funny and you, you talk about people like uh you know um epstein with his private island and right. the allegations that have been made about him and, right. and some of the royals over in, in england mm-hmm. so yeah definitely not a laughing matter um and i, I understand if there was true sexual exploitation a lawsuit. I don't know if I understand this one. Do right. you? No, this does not this does not feel like it's actually like it feels like he's just looking for money. Yeah. And you know, to to really add on to this, in twenty sixteen, he recreated the photo of himself. Oh, he did? Yeah. Yeah. He's swimming in the same picture and he posted it on the internet. And what, is, what does he say? And he said, I said to the photographer, let's do it naked. But he thought that would be weird. So I wore my swim shorts. All right. Well, now let's let's talk about how that picture, when he was 16, and the request factors into this potential lawsuit. Now, That's insane. I just, I just want to say this, that I am fairly certain mm-hmm. the images online don't show the full album cover. I do believe that the original album cover, he was completely naked. Right. Okay, so so just keep that in mind as that factors in. So, you know, does he win on the sexual exploitation? It's in light of what's gone on right now in the last few years, maybe. 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 But, I mean, I think what you were just talking about, mm-hmm. um, you know, you factor in the idea that he was looking to recreate it and actually suggested that he, he do it, it naked. naked. Right. Then that's just suggests, hey, there, there, there's issues. 
Um, but you know, look, the album cover for for clarification, because I I have confirmed, yeah, the the kid's naked, right? Which is weird. Yeah. No, nobody wants to look at a naked baby, unless it's your own kid, and you're like, oh, look at how cute. But this is this is weird, right? Now, I don't remember what I thought about it in 1991 because I'll be quite honest with you. I don't really like Nirvana. I don't like their music. I didn't like Kirk Cobain. So, right. you know, hate me or not, I just didn't find that song or the whole grunge movement, by the way, appealing. But, you know, yeah, you've got this guy recreating in 2016 his picture. I think for me personally, I don't like the album cover to begin with. I don't like seeing, you know, the kid naked. I don't think it's it's right. Right. So... How, by the way, how did Nirvana get away with posting a picture of a naked baby on their album cover and have it not be considered child pornography? That's a good point. How? Because imagine if anybody else did that, they'd be in jail. So how would what kind of artistic freedom could you claim you had in putting this album cover together i i think it's a bizarre and i think it's weird that anybody would even want to do this what right. what is the point of that album cover because as i sit here i'm getting more worked up about this album cover so maybe this guy's got a chance he might have a chance he might have a chance because if you know you look at it at first glance right the story sounds ridiculous it sounds exactly like what you said he wants money he wants money he's you know 30 years old and and you know nobody liked his recreation at 16 mm-hmm. of of the album cover no 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 2016 oh 2016 sorry 2016 nobody liked it but but you know now he wants some money so yeah, yeah there there's an element of that but at the same time as i think through this and you're looking at the album cover and the kid's naked i mean i get it it's a baby but i don't understand the need for it yeah me neither why would they, why would Nirvana, you know, we, there's got to be some explanation or interview with Kurt Cobain before he died explaining the rationale behind this. And I'd like to find that rationale because I think that's ridiculous that it was ever, it was ever done. What do you think about this album cover? I think it's kind of ridiculous. I don't see the point in having it at all. You know, I think that the lawsuit's a bit frivolous because, you know, like we said, he, he recreated the photo. But, um, you know, I, I don't think the album cover should exist in the first place. I think that it's, you know, there's there's no reason to have it. I don't understand it. I really don't. So, uh, according to Wikipedia, which I'm not the source but according to wikipedia <laughs> the album cover shows a naked baby boy spencer eldon swimming underwater with a u.s dollar bill. we talked about that in a, fi- a fish hook in front of him according to cobain he conceived the idea while watching a television program on water births what yeah yeah he mentioned it to the geffen uh music art director robert fisher he found some stock footage of underwater births but they were too graphic you think Oh, my God. Okay? So then they decided they were going to take a picture of this kid. They sent it, sent out a photographer and, and created the image. Now, Geffen 
David Geffen or Geffen Records, one or the other, according to this article, was concerned that the infant's penis, visible in the photo, would cause offense and proposed or prepared an alternate cover without it. However, Kurt Cobain insisted... Oh, my God. ...that he would only accept this compromise in the photos that doesn't show his genitalia if they put a sticker covering it reading... If you're offended by this, you must be a closet pedophile. What the hell? Yeah. This is insane. Right? And according, Maybe we just don't have the naked baby on I, the cover. What, what was the point of it? I, this is Well, he watched the TV program on water birth. Right. Maybe he, he, he could have experienced a water birth himself. He didn't need to take a picture of a, 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 a naked, naked baby kid. What does then... that have to do with smells like teen spirit? <laughs> well, now, well, where is the now, connection yeah, here? No, this is, this is messed up. Right. So now, now as I, I, when I initially started the show today, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, you just want the money. And right. now as I get into it, I'm saying to myself, you should Man. get the money. Yeah, because that's, right. that's messed up. Yeah. It's, maybe it's not messed up for him. And I think that if there is um, damages assessed, let, let's assume that they say there's some kind of liability. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to look at how he was damaged and determine what, he should be awarded and i don't know what you know damage yeah he, I don't he's know. experienced i mean look there's there's embarrassment and, and other things but if they find that it violated federal child pornography statutes that's a different story now he eldon claims that it resulted in lifelong damages um you know and that they Nirvana never protected him from child sexual exploitation. Uh, Cobain, according to the lawsuit, chose the image depicting Spencer like a sex worker grabbing for a dollar bill positioned from the fish hook. So that's how Eldon um, explains it in his lawsuit. Mm. You know, that it's... Yeah. So that's certainly... um, Disturbing. Now, the attorney on the defense has criticized this lawsuit, saying that it's frivolous and really offensive to the true victims of child sexual abuse, emphasizing the capitalism represented on the cover, uh, the money grab, for example, is really what um, this album was about, and that the context of the album does not suggest that it's pornography now there are many people who are saying that eldon is just trying to make money it's not just you there are other people there are law school professors who have spoken out about this and and said uh he's doing this just for the money but the more i think about it the more i would be pretty damn offended if i found out that I was naked on the cover of something. Yeah. You know, like as an adult, and it's like, hey, that's you, and, you know, there you are in all your naked glory. And after hearing, you know, his mentality on it, it seems messed up. You know, it's very messed up. I, I think it's I think it's disturbing. You know what's really disturbing, though, is why would Kurt Cobain insist on having a naked kid on the cover? It's weird. It's, a lot of people defend that kind of stuff, like, oh, it's my artistic vision. That's still super weird. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous. I think that's awful. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. All right, so let's move away from uh, Kurt Cobain. And yeah, his... because you know there are 
There, oh, were you not done? Uh, I wasn't done, but I could be done if you needed to say something that's more important than what I was saying. Well, you know, I think it is because I wanted to tell you that this is not the only album cover lawsuit. And now you might not think that album covers would be a huge hotspot for lawsuits, but they absolutely are. There are many, many lawsuits, and so I have a bunch here. All right, well, let's go through some. All right. Judas Priest, you know him. I do know him. Rob, well, it's not him. It's a band. Rob Halford is the lead singer. Right. Judas Priest, Breaking the Law. Yeah. Okay. How is, how is the album cover going to break the law? Well, the album cover broke the law because on his album, Rocka Rolla, you see uh, a Pepsi bottle cap. It's actually Coca-Cola. It looks like well, a Coca-Cola. Yes, yes. That's what I mean. I meant Pepsi as in soda in general. Oh, right. so you're thinking one that of all soda is Pepsi? No, I I know what it is. I, I meant like, you know, okay, so there's a retro soda cap with the words Rockarola on top in the Coca-Cola font. Correct. Clearly, clearly trying to be Coca-Cola. Oh, not Pepsi? No, not Pepsi. Oh, okay. And so um, that was an issue because, uh, you know. You're using the Coca-Cola logo and font. Right. And I mean, it's an album um, that, that, you know, it's not like it's uh, it's the best album, but, um, you know, they they claim it's a ripoff uh, demanding that they change it to something else by using the Coca-Cola font and look to it on a, a cap of, you know, obviously a cola or something. So Right. And then, you know, when it originally came out, he wasn't the most popular and they had very little money. They, it was so, a band. It was a band. You, you are yes, not a I Judas the Priest lead person, singer. I was talking specifically. Okay. See, sometimes it's just like infer. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, oh, yeah, there was a Pepsi bottle, but you drank Coke. Oh, I know I drank Coke. You could have said soda. Okay, well, I drink sparkling water anyway. So. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let you slide here. Go ahead. So they didn't get sued until after they got a, a lot bigger as a band, you know? And then they didn't even get sued, but a lot of corporate people at Coca-Cola said, this is a clear ripoff and we demand you change it. Yeah. So they did eventually change it and they have an alternative version. But the original is still out there. You know what's funny about it, though, is that nobody cared when they were not mm-hmm. popular, but the minute that because Judas it's not, Priest, they don't really right. care. They just want the money. Yeah, well, look, you ever see? Um, you ever see how people paint on windows, like storefront windows? You ever see that? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, so there's this one place that I drive past frequently, um, like if I'm going into the city or something, and it's like Snoopy dog cleaning. And there is drawn in paint Snoopy. But Snoopy is the character that they use as their mascot. Now, I think that if uh, whoever owns Snoopy, uh, United Artists, or, or, or whoever it is, Charles Schultz, I, I'm not sure. If that had been a bigger entity, like let's all of a sudden say they Make franchised, right? No, oh. no, no. They franchised Snoopy cleaners. Right, right, and right. Now oh, all of a sudden, cleaning place. right, yeah, right. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, now there's somebody's attention. They're looking at this and they're saying, you know, oh, this is clear trademark infringement. Right. You want to know something interesting? So yeah. when I was in college, a friend of mine uh, started this wrestling school, which ultimately became his career for quite some time. And he trained professional wrestlers, WWE mm-hmm. wrestlers and the like. Well, when he was in high school, he had created this 
gathering at the, at not, not high school, college, in college, he had created this event, and it was a WWE event, um, or WWF at the time, um, where the, he was going to dress up like Macho Man, Randy Savage, and so he had this whole production and flyers put out and stuff, and they were going to do this parody, essentially, but with wrestlers, and they were going to dress up as the professional wrestlers. Right. Do you know that somehow he received a cease and desist letter in college and was prevented from putting on that show. Really? Now, in college? Yeah. Now, how did they find out about it? I have no idea, but they did. So it's kind of uh, similar to to that. You know, Judas Priest, not a popular album, all of a sudden becomes popular. Now they start to con- be concerned that, that they're going to have, um, you know, confusion over the image and, and possible trademark infringement. So that's crazy. Yeah. Now, you know what? Speaking about the um, Nirvana album, do you do you know Alice Cooper? I do. Welcome to my nightmare. Yes. I bet you know him from the Muppet Show because in 1970 something, he was on the Muppet Show and he sang Welcome to My Nightmare. I remember that episode quite vividly. Well, Alice Cooper is a unique artist, um, also a very avid and good golfer. Well, really? in, yeah, in 1970, do you know his father was a pastor, believe it or not? And this Alice Cooper is his persona because his real name is Vincent Furnier. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. But you wouldn't think of all jobs for his father to have with his character and everything. It would be like a pastor. Right. But, you know, he, th- it's not like he's he's creating satanic music. It's just it's a persona. It's a character that he created. Well, in 1971, he had an album called Love It to Death. And on the album, it, it featured a portrait of the Alice Cooper band with Alice Cooper posed with his thumb protruding mm-hmm. from underneath his cape as if it were his member. Got it. All right. And, and not then, band member. No. And then it was reissued um, and his entire right arm had been airbrushed out of the, um, the, photo. the photo. Yeah. Right. But what's interesting is in 1971, him putting his thumb there depicting... Uh, or, or making it appear as though it's a penis, that was not acceptable. But in 1991, 20 years later, it's okay to put a naked baby on the front cover of Nirvana's album. You know, I can't rationalize that. I don't understand it. Yeah. You know? I do know. Some other album covers that were ultimately changed, not that they all led to uh, litigation, but Bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet, 1986. One of their their most famous albums, You Give Love a Bad Name and a slew of other songs. The album cover originally featured a, uh, let's call her a busty woman, 34 double D breasts in a, in a wet yellow t-shirt. And then the uh, album name was in front of it. Uh, but the artwork was rejected by record executives because they found uh, that the album cover was sexist. Mm-hmm. And so they you know, changed it up and, but they were thinking along the lines of liability. Now, again, here, 1990, no, I'm sorry, 1986 record executives say showing women's breasts, but they were covered. It wasn't like she was naked. Not a good idea. What happened in 1991? Like, seriously, what happened between 19, you know, 86 and 1991? I don't know. To, to now say, Hey, it's a baby. That's fine. Really? I, I'm now. I'm really now. We're, we're all upset about the I'm baby. This episode this. 
has gone off the rails, and yeah. it's just about how upset we now are. Now I'm about actually this baby. really, really angry about Nirvana's cover. Okay, <laughs> and and believe me, I you know was, what? Rightfully so. Now I'm now I'm furious. Yeah, I'm enraged. So another one um, we can talk about is let's see, how about something? I have a fun one. You do? Yeah, I do. Go ahead. So Matchbox Twenty. Okay. Wouldn't really think to yourself, oh, this is a big deal. You know, you, they aren't known for causing problems. However, on the cover of their album, Yourself or Someone Like You, was a man. And it's a weird-looking guy. He's just looking at you, you know, no big deal. However, after a while, Frank Torres realized, hey, that's me on the cover. And he hadn't known until... I believe it was uh, a decade after it had released. And then he came to Matchbox 20 demanding some sort of compensation. He, you know, was shocked and, you know, was like, oh, my God. One day he was just walking through a store and he looks over and there he is looking at himself. Yeah. Crazy. It is crazy. Could you imagine that? Seeing yourself on some random album cover? It depends on what it was. If I'm on Nirvana's album cover, I'd be pretty pissed. (laughs) But if it was something else, I don't know. Well, here's another another one um, where maybe you would think that there was a problem. And Marilyn Manson is the artist. On his 1998 album, Mechanical Animals, the cover shows a picture of a naked Manson with airbrush genitalia. And some retail stores, including Walmart and Kmart, refused to stock the album. 1998. I'm going to ask again, what the hell happened in 1991? No, seriously. Oh, my God. You're still on about the Nirvana, baby. I don't understand it. I, I'm trying to to find some sort of generational gap where that became okay, but I'm having trouble because in 86, we didn't want breasts on the cover. In uh, you know uh, 98, we didn't want Marilyn Manson's airbrush genitalia. So what happened in 1991? No clue. We, we're going to have to delve into this deeper at some point because uh, something must have happened. I don't know what it is. You think we should do an entire episode investigating the Nirvana controversy? Is that what you're telling I think me? So I think so. Well, here's another one. Let, let's let's take 1991 for a second. Now I don't know this group, nor do I know the album. But the group is Tin Machine, and the album is Tin Machine Two, 1991. Mm-hmm. Um, and the original cover featured. Four images of naked Greek statues. Okay. The genitalia in the statues was airbrushed out, and uh, it. Oh, this is this is David Bowie Tin Machine. I got it, and and David Bowie was so furious that he is um, reported to have said only in America. Now, 1991, they're airbrushing out statues, genitalia. Mm-hmm. Right now, the, the statues likely would not be offended. Yet somehow, Kurt Cobain was able to convince record execs and others to slap a naked baby on. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't. What, what do you think about this? I, I mean, are you nuts. as baffled as I am now? I at don't this understand. Point? It seems like there's no rules here. You know, no uh, the parents were paid for the picture of the baby. How much were they paid? It was about 136, I think, euros maybe, or dollars. I, I thought it was euros. Why would it be euros? I don't know, but that's what I saw on the site. Maybe maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's that's dollars. That's got to be wrong. Way. Maybe you were looking at a site that's not from this country. 
Perhaps. And they were converting the dollars to euros. That could be true. Because the kid is from the United States. And now he's an artist in L.A., by the way. I hope he doesn't paint naked babies. All your points would be, you know. Unless it, it, it messed with his mind. Who knows? You just don't know. Well, clearly, that's why he's suing. Well, yeah, look, like at the beginning of the episode, I said to you, hey, you know, maybe you're right, money. But now, now I'm so incensed by this thing. I'm yeah. so worked up. I, I think that maybe, maybe he's got something there. Maybe. So, all right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up this first episode of the brand new season. Hopefully you found this one entertaining and interesting. And hopefully you're going to go back and look at that album cover of Nirvana and say, what the hell was going on in 1991? <laughs> because I have been doing that this entire episode. Um, well, that's, that's it. What did you think about our first episode back? I thought it was pretty good. I think so, glad too. Glad we're back. Yeah, I'm glad we're back, too. Hope we have you a, stay tuned in for the future episodes. Yeah, we have a lot of things coming up, uh, a lot of interesting topics. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are now all over. We are on every platform that you can possibly listen to a podcast. iHeartRadio, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify. Samsung uh, Smart Fridge. Oh, we're not there yet? Samsung Smart Fridge. It's I guess we got to get on that. Got to get on that. Amazon Alexa, we're also on Verbal and and anywhere else to you get your podcast. So if you like this episode, you found it entertaining, make sure you tell your, your friends, your family, your colleagues about it. Make sure that you subscribe and give us some feedback. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you want to hear on this season of Understanding the Law Radio. That's going to do it. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. We're available anywhere that you listen to your podcasts, including Amazon, Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many more. Also, don't forget to check us out online on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks again. See you next time.